Welcome to the realm of magic and mystery, classic horror and sci-fi. You are now entering the House of the Unusual podcast with your hosts, Eddie and Joe. Welcome all you cool ghouls and friendly fiends to the House of the Unusual podcast. I'm your host, Joe Pavlansky, and with me as always are my good buddies, Eddie Guevara and the tag team of Chuck and Sherry Caputo. What's up, everyone? Hello there. Hello there. All right. Hey. All right. How's everybody doing on this glorious Good. day? Good. Love it. It's raining. Love it. Good day for a nap. <laughs> yeah, isn't it really? I think we just got the rain, and I think it's heading towards you guys right now. Are you guys? Is it raining there? It was yeah. raining all day. Yeah, it was raining off and all day, and it's nice and cool out there. It dropped yeah. it down a lot. So it's comfortable. Yeah, I'm really loving this weather, and it's finally starting to get like fall type weather around here so yeah we've been uh, babysitting our son's dog here we have him for a few hours because him and his wife are working long hours so we're gonna after the podcast we're gonna take him to the cemetery for a walk and then we're gonna drop him off the cemetery yeah the dog even likes the cemetery (laughs) (laughs) nice so what's new with you guys uh keeping busy you know what uh i just uh i just built something that's kind of cool i'll send uh uh, the raw footage over to the house of the unusual you know what if anyone wants to put it up on, up on the youtube channel it's this it's this box it's kind of cool it's like a box where you put your hand in there and it'll uh, visibly change into a, a gorilla hand you know it's oh, cool. it's an old side uh, sideshow type of a thing and so I, so I was playing around with different ways you know to do it and it's and it's based off of like the pepper's ghost illusion type of a thing but it's but it's kind of neat and we filmed we filmed a sideshow magic yeah yeah so yes yeah, so we filmed a little sideshow magic type of thing because you know what i've always been interested in like sideshow pranks and gaffes and freaks yeah yeah freaks <laughs> yeah stuff like that yeah hey 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 sometime if i get a say in a movie to watch we, we have to watch freaks joe that's a that's a good movie man you know what chuck i've been wanting to watch it for a while and this past oh. monster bash i was looking for the dvd and nobody had the dvd of it so i'm uh, oh, i'm oh. hoping this october uh, monster bash i could find it but yeah that's been on my list to watch for a, a while now excellent movie man 1932 todd browning yeah I, I i for some reason years ago i i had the movie in my hand and i i didn't buy it. I, I don't know why and then i'm like man i i, I should have bought it so I went later that day. Was at a monster bash. Someone had taken the last cop, and I said, "Oh, you know, I'll get it next time." And I, for some reason, I, I haven't seen that movie around. Isn't it? Something. Yeah, isn't it something? Yeah. You, you know what? I think about a half hour of the footage was actually cut out of there because when it was first released, yeah. uh, most places didn't want to pick it up, and so Todd Browning had to cut out a lot of it. And so once oh, wow. they hit the floor back in those days, it was never regained. Yeah. So the movie's like barely an hour. So so there's there's like a half hour missing. It's a shame. I would love to see exactly what the you know what is not on the movie you know yeah re- yeah really i'm hoping one you know there's a dvd out there i don't know if criterion ever did a a dvd of it as well i i want to say that they have but yeah. you know i wonder if that that missing footage is on there even if they did on the criterion i'm sure it would be but yeah, yeah. you know yeah that would be interesting to see but you know i tell you what i i was trying to watch um the movie that eddie recommended this week ex uh, machina oh, I, yeah. I, I couldn't find anywhere to watch it maybe i don't have the right streaming for it but i did find a buddy at work that might have the dvd he's looking for it for me so i'm hoping to watch that this week but last week i watched a really cool movie which i i, I highly recommend to to people i don't know if 
seen it. I posted it on the form. It's called The Return of the Vampire with Bela Lugosi. Yeah, we, yeah, we saw that, Joe. Yeah, we actually we watched it. We saw your um, post. Oh, did you? And we watched it. Yeah, yeah what did you guys cool. think of it? I thought it was a really cool movie. And boy, did it look like a universal monster movie to me. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah, for 1943, that was that was a pretty good movie. Yeah, I love the werewolf on there. He was cool. <laughs> yeah, he was neat. Yeah, they, you know, a lot of people said that it was kind of like a follow-up to the, uh, an unofficial follow-up to the 1931 Dracula. And I could definitely see that in there, but man, was it a, a spooky, you know, just the atmosphere of the movie was really cool. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, you know what? Uh, not to interrupt, but Sherry's just looking all over the place there for freaks for you. And it looks like that she found a couple of DVDs. 1932? Yeah, 1932. That that's There's it. There's one on uh, at Best Buy. They sell it for at, $9.99. At Best Buy? Okay. Best Buy. Yeah. And then it looks like on eBay, there's one. Does, um, does it say anything about the um, the extras? Is, is that extra footage on there? Oh, I don't know. And then Amazon, I think, has it too. Yeah, as well. so you know what? You know, she oh, could send you the link if you want to send them the link. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll send you. You can check yeah, it out. Yeah, I'll think. check it out. I'm going to look at the, at the Criterion uh, as well and see if it's on there. Okay. Uh, I'm going to actually search it right now while we're live and in, uh, in person on here. And no, I don't <laughs> see freaks on Criterion. <laughs> <laughs> What's new with check, you guys, huh? Let's check Amazon here. Uh, you know, not much. There, I've just been busy with work. We have a lot of, a uh, lot of extra, you know, work coming along this weekend. So I, I don't mm-hmm. have the day off until Sunday, which I had to take a personal day because I have to drive to Columbus for a wedding. Nice. Oh, that's so nice. I get a nice two and a half hour drive there. Stay at the wedding for about two hours and and drive back for two and a half hours. Do you have to work Labor Day? Monday? Uh, Labor Day night, yeah. Labor Day night. Oh, okay. Night. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're yeah. going to be going to Columbus sometime in January, like around my birthday. They have a Magi Fest out there. It's oh, like yeah. a magic yeah, It's a magic convention. I like Columbus. That's a nice place out there. Tell them Lance Burton's going to be there if they know him at all. I think Lance Burton's going to be there, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, I mean, I, I don't know if Eddie and Joe are familiar with with him at all yeah this this uh, particular convention's been around for about 80 85 years uh grant wow. started at uf grant from mac magic out in columbus ohio and it's it's actually kind of neat the time we were there was when we were first dating yeah 32, 32 years. years ago <laughs> jeez oh man yeah this weekend this weekend's gonna be a mess because ohio state plays notre dame saturday oh, at yeah. home so it's going to be Wow. It's going to be packed that whole week, and I'm not looking forward to yeah, that. Uh, makes it, that makes it rough. Yeah. But hey, guys, just to, to break in real quick, I was looking at, uh, I pulled up Freaks on Amazon, mm-hmm. and they do have uh, just the DVD, and it looks like only the special features. Features There's that yeah, commentary, commentary by uh, David J. Skull, which if anybody out there is not familiar with him, he's done a lot of books on, on classic horror and all that. He's He's a fantastic mm-hmm. researcher and classic horror historian. Uh, I recommend any books by him. And then it has a um, Freaks Sideshow Cinema special message prologue and three alternate endings. So I'm wondering if that three alternate endings is the um, you know the footage that they cut out or yeah or, yeah I don't know. Be, or they might be talking about it because you know what? I don't know if that footage exists, Joe. You know, like I oh, said, really? back, yeah, because yeah. back in those days, they just cut it and it was gone, man. You know, 
you know, like that's like the same as the Wizard of Oz. They they cut a lot of stuff out, but a lot of it got thrown away. You know, and, and you know what's what sucks about Amazon. I hate this. So this DVD yeah. I'm looking at, it's it's eight bucks, but it's a uh, region two, so it won't play on most uh, oh. sold in the U.S. Now, if you want, they do have a one on DVD. This one's for forty six dollars. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah sure. He's looking at it right now. Plays yeah. on the thing when you know you could find it usually i think i seen it when it was at monster bash it was like 15 20 bucks or so right and i want to say it was a blu-ray mm-hmm. but like i said that was a couple years ago and man for some reason you just you never see it so let me check yeah uh, ebay yeah. while we're on here so you know while i'm checking that eddie what's new with you nothing much nothing much though um i just wanted to actually what i'm going to do on my side is I'd like to give a call out to uh, Ski and stuff. Uh, he's been active on the site once in a while, and so has Al, ba- Al Ballops and Mr. Uh, Todd, which has been, <laughs> because of his work schedule, has not really been able to be on for much time. But um wanted to say hi to them. Other than that, yeah, I'm up to, I got my second pirate flag. I'm going to get it uh, framed as we speak. We're actually getting it framed. It could be finished in the next day or two, so I'm actually anxious to see that. Nice. Otherwise, I'm going as everything planned. I'm working on everything, and hopefully, pretty soon, I'm ready to start filming Eddie's deep dives. Oh, oh nice! I got the spring. I actually ordered quite a few things for it, and it's going to be a fun thing. I think I'll, I'll be able to do a lot with it, and uh, that's what I got in my side of the woods, Joe. Nice, nice, very uh, cool. And I was also looking. Um, Freaks didn't Freaks had a remake, didn't they? Yeah, there was what a cut not too. I said I just seen it on on Amazon. It was in uh, 2018. Yeah, I don't know if it was around the same. I don't know if it was around the same as the original one. It looks like it might be kind of different, but it has the same name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. And I'm looking on eBay for uh, the DVD, and they do have a Region One with you know those. Uh, it has some special. Now this one. This one looks like it has a little bit more. Now this one's twelve ninety five. It's a region one, so it has commentary by David J. Skull. Um, let's see, an all new documentary, Freak Sideshow, Cinema Special Message Prologue. So maybe this is the same same kind of thing, and has three alternate endings. Hey, for twelve ninety five, that's a that's a pretty good price. Yeah, on yeah that's not bad at all. Yeah, I tell you what, you you will love this movie, Joe. I mean, you know what? Like, I'm obsessed with this movie. This and Doctor Fives movies. I don't know. Oh, I love Doctor Fives. Yeah. I'm oh, obs- there you go. I'm obsessed. Another lover of Doctor Fives. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Very classic. Sherry, have you watched Freaks? Yeah, it's been a while though. I wouldn't mind watching it again. Really? Did you you enjoyed it? I, I yeah. Cuckoo. <laughs> no, I like um yeah, we have the DVD. I think maybe we'll no, take we, a gander yeah, at we it could, this week. Yeah, we could pop it in. Yeah, yeah. she yeah, she, she mentioned cuckoo. That's uh, cuckoo. That, that, that's cuckoo bird girl. That was that, that. that was she was also known as Mini Mini Haha, you know, and uh <laughs> there, there were just some cool characters yeah, on there. Yeah, there uh, were Schlitzy and uh some really, really cool characters. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna save this one on here. I may have to um yeah, uh, maybe get I may, that I may have to purchase it on, on here. Happy but I tell you what, you. <laughs> you know, I'm still old enough, and I think you know, I'm well, I'm 42, so people around my age, maybe a year or two younger, would still remember the, the old sideshows at the, the carnivals and all that. And those were some of my favorite things to see. You know, when we would go to 
one of the big fairs yeah. around here was the Canfield Fair, which is actually coming up uh, this week, and they run it on Labor Day weekend. And they're in their like hundred and twentieth year or something like that, something oh, wow. crazy. But I still remember being young at the sideshows, and you know, you would pay, you know, you would have the the big uh, curtains up front, and you'd mm-hmm. have the announcer guy in the front, you know, trying to pull people in. Norman, yeah. And you'd pay, you know, your I think at the time it was maybe a dollar to get in, mm-hmm. and you would you would see the shows, and then if you wanted to see extra of the show, you would pay you know, 10 cents or a quarter. Now this is back in the, you know, early eighties, 10 cents or a quarter to see, you know, something up on stage. And it was usually very, um, very lackluster to say the least. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it was just, that was the only one that I've, I've ever seen of a sideshow was the one that came there. So I don't know if it was just that, that that put them on, or if there were some better ones out there. Hey, Joe, when you, Hey, Eddie, when you go when you go on eBay, there's one that says Top Browning's Freaks for ten dollars. Is that Ooh. the one you're talking about? I am looking at the one that says Rare Todd Browning's Freaks 1932-2004 uh, release. Now the one that's ten ninety nine, that yeah. one is just a. Uh, it doesn't have any extras on it. It's just the. Oh, D- it's just. The Do you have extras on yours, Jack? Right, right underneath that one showed up called The Black Sleep, and it has Thor Johnson. Uh, you guys ever heard of that film? I don't recall no, the film. No, I've never heard of it. I have seen The Black Sleep, but it's been a very long time. Actually, that's a pretty I good have it on uh, DVD somewhere. No, you have it on DVD? I believe so. I'd, I'd have to check, but I believe I do. Speaking yeah. of freaks, Chuck and I came across how many years ago? It was on, was it an HBO special or? Oh. That Carnival. Oh, you have to watch oh my this. Gosh. HBO did two seasons of Carnival. We were hoping for a third season. They didn't bring it. Oh, up. I think it? I didn't. I I talked about that on the show at one time. I, I believe. Think, oh, did you guys? Yeah, so, I think we sorry. did. Yeah, you yeah. you know what you know what what to the viewing audience out there to the listening. Oh. If if you want to see something that's really authentic, mm-hmm. I mean they HBO did a bang up job they really on it. Did a yeah, nice job. Adrian Barbeau yeah. was in there, and uh, it was just a good. But series. Jessica Lang. Is no, it Lang, um, no the, she wasn't in there. She was, was the, she was in the other one from uh, uh yeah, from American Horror Story, yeah. American Horror Stories, I believe. It, it's called, you know, it's it's funny. You guys are saying that a helicopter happens to be passing. Did you get to Meryl? No, I didn't. No, okay, right. I, I was trying to cover the microphone because I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> looking around my area, they're, they're giving helicopter rides to people, you know. And they always pass in front of on top of my house at certain times, you know? Yeah, we get helicopters flying here, but they're searching for criminals all the time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, I remember when that show came out, it was absolutely fantastic. And like you guys, I thought they were going to have a a third season. And after their their second season ended, which was March of 2005, I said, oh, man, you know, probably – you know, maybe in a year or two, they're going to have a third season. And I yeah. ended up, you know, when I thought the third season was coming, I I, I got deployed overseas. And when I came back, I, I looked online to see if they ever did one. And unfortunately, they, they didn't. I, I don't know why that was such a. Oh, that was no. they did such a great job. And, you know, like you said, it was what, 2005, 2006. They better hurry up and do it because that. because I think a few of these people that acted have died, you know. Oh my. Yeah, you know, and I've actually been wanting to revisit it because I a lot of it I, I didn't remember. You know, I, I kind of remember the premise of it where the one guy was able to bring um 
things dead things back to life exactly but, yeah. but something else took its place that but he didn't know you right. know what it would be and i thought that was a cool premise you know you have this power oh it was cool to bring back life from something that you know recently died but you know it could be something as small as an ant that you replace the life or it could be a human being you know because i remember there was one he he wanted to bring um, a, a small birdie back to life, I believe it was, for a little girl or something. Right, right. And then something else, you know, took its place. I believe, was it a human that took its place on that one? Uh, it's been so many years. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Yeah. But I know it was something that that was a little bit um, yeah. higher in life form than the bird. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, you know, messed with him. And I always thought that was a cool premise. You know, what, cool would premise. You, what would you do if you had that power, you know, especially for a loved one? You know, yeah. would you risk bringing that loved one back to life to that could possibly kill another loved one of yours? And then you kind of go into this this vicious circle, you know, yeah. of then you got to bring that one back to life and then it kills somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hey, that, sounds, that, that, sounds like pet, that sounds like Pet Cemetery almost. That's a yeah, freaky really? movie. <laughs> wow. That was a freaky movie. You know, um, yeah, Carnival the- was Carnival was cool. Uh, it's something I, I'm I'm gonna have to revisit here. Us too. I think we I, try to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got told by you, Chuck, about that, and I remember when you guys were watching it, and I just never got to actually watch it. Oh. Um, you told me it was only on three seasons. Now, what played it? Netflix. It well, we, two it was on HBO two seasons, <clears throat> right? Yeah, they canceled it after the second season. Yeah, but we did rent it through Netflix through the mail about what seven or eight years ago. And I tell you what, we look forward to the to the DVD coming every week. It was you know you know when you have things like that, Chuck, um, especially that they don't do a third season. It goes back to like the movie, um, that movie that they only did part one and two. That what is it called? Creep Creeper? No, what the heck is the name of that movie? My wife watches it a million times. I can't remember the name right now. There's like a, a man who drives a, a truck. He's like a bat. Oh, he comes, yeah. He comes yeah, out to you. eat. What's his, what's the name of the film? Oh, wow. Uh, Joe, you know what you're talking about. Come on, Joe. You're the which main one. is it? Oh, Jeepers Creeper. Yeah, Jeepers Creepers. That's oh, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jeepers Creeper. They they never made a third part, which is yeah. said coming, but they just never did. Yeah. What, about uh, the movie? Yeah, the movie. Yeah. And, and I'm shocked right now. Jeepers yeah, Creeper. Yeah, they've, they've done... um. They they've done do... three of them. No, I mean, I mean, th- actually, they've they done four of them. What do you mean they've done four of them? How could that be? They did one in 2001, 2003, 2017, and uh, 2022. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, wow. actually, the one in 2022 is coming September 19th, but oh, oh. I'm so excited. Oh, Jeepers Lord. Creepers 3 was uh, that was that's the one coming in 2022. You just mentioned two of them before. Yeah, there's there's the first one, which was 2001. The second one was 2003. Uh, the third one was 2017. And then Jeepers Creepers oh. Reborn is coming September 19th. Oh, oh okay. See, what do I tell that to my wife? She only watched the film about 15 times. Do you watch it, honey? Mm-hmm. I liked that when they were on the school bus, those kids, and that, and yeah. that and a creature kept swooping down. So. I, li- I like this truck. But you know what? The film is okay. It's not... But one thing I was going to say, just like that film, I'm very shocked that they just, because I didn't realize they had done, um, which is kind of weird that I didn't realize it, A um, this one with the three witches that comes out on Halloween every year. Yeah. Um, what Hocus Pocus. 
Is yeah. That, oh yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah, good and one. I go to uh, the different places. I'm like, why do they have all this witchy type of stuff for Halloween? It kind of like I don't like too many witchy stuff, you know. <laughs> and, and I'm like, why is all this stuff instead of ghosts and skeletons? And then my son goes, yeah, because uh, Hocus Pocus number two came out, and I go, really? So it's coming out. And and the funny thing about it, and this is really funny. In the original film, the blonde girl was you know, very pretty, and the other two like okay, you know, Medler and the other one. Medler. <laughs> yeah. But now, today, if you look at the one that was with the black hair, it's she's super pretty. She's prettier than when she was younger. And the other two are, you know, they're still okay. But Med, of course, Ben Medler is really kind of old now. But hey, I'm well, saying it, it's kind of funny how they the thing the people change. But it's that that film in particular, I like it. I'm not gonna say. But there's a resemblance to a family member with one of them. And I, I love to bother, especially my mom, when I tell them the, the family member looks like one of them. <laughs> I don't want to say much because in case I, they might hear me and she might get mad at me. But uh, uh, it's hilarious. <clears throat> they look so much funny. alike, you know. Well, it looks like they got the original cast back for that one. Yeah. Too. Yeah. That's amazing. You don't get that too often. Yeah. Coming out September 30th. So you have uh, Bette Midler, Kathy. Uh, ooh, I'm going to butcher this yeah. Najimi and then Sarah Jessica Parker. Right, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, Kathy. Now, what year did they do the first, uh, Joe? Uh, 1993. Yeah, that goes back quite a while. Yeah, yeah that was a, that was a classic. and I, That's another one I, I have to revisit. I almost watched it last year during Halloween and um, I don't think I was able to find it anywhere on streaming or anything, but I'm going to try. Re- I remember Bette Midler with big fake teeth or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, crazy hair. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yep. That's what made it so funny, though, Bette Midler. You know, uh, there's also another thing about that movie that reminded me, the Scarecrow guy in there at the end, he reminds you of the Wizard of Oz guy, you know? Oh, pretty yeah. much the same. Yeah. When was the last time you guys watched that movie, Wizard of Oz? Oh gosh, oh, I, I don't even yeah. care to watch it, Joe. We watched really? It years yeah. Ago, right? yeah, we watched it a couple we years ago. I love that. And and Chuck yeah. does impersonations, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We were dating. Oh, he stole my heart when he did the little lion. Go ahead, baby, show him. Yeah, Go he goes, he goes, come on, I'll put you on one paw. Is that how he got you, Sherry? <laughs> that's how he got me. <laughs> I love I love Bert Laura. Bert Laura was, was oh, hilarious. Man, that's a good film. Can, Boy, can you say that a film burned you out. I mean, I watched that film so many times when I was young. Well, every that, year. Yeah, that right now, I remember used to like the Tin Man. It reminded me of a robot and stuff. But uh-huh. I got to be honest, <laughs> The Witch, it is true. The, the Wicked Witch of the West yeah. is the, I guess, and people don't realize every witch since looks like her. So I, I think that she is a an iconic figure. Iconic figure, yeah. yeah right. They, because... picked the, they picked the right person for that, Margaret Hamilton. Oh, oh my. And Good. those flying monkeys. Who doesn't get scared of them? Oh yeah. yeah. Those, those things freak me oh, out. Oh my. They I, I don't know. I, I didn't really uh, whatever. I, the whole thing is that today, like if you told me to sit down and watch The Wizard of Oz, I probably you know what really I hate about The Wizard of Oz is like the whole movie is, in a sense is cool and stuff, but I hate the the singing little munchkins in the beginning, so did they weird. freak you out? <laughs> no, no, no. They just that they're, they're. I find they're stupid. I just don't like that. It's like, oh, oh, really? you know, oh they, that's they, a, man. That's oh, a that's a classic. Hey. I think I know what you're talking about, Sherry. About two or three years ago, they came out for the 80th, uh, the we 80th anniversary, and and it came out at the theaters, yeah, and it was, it was awesome, really cool. We got to see it on the big screen. It was really cool. Oh, really? I tell you what, I I got to see it at Monster Bash last year, and they played it. the The screen was fairly big, so it was really cool seeing it 
on a much larger size. So I, I know what you're talking about, Sherry. Oh, how how yeah. cool is that on the big screen? Yeah, they had things that you don't normally see, you know, if you're watching on TV, you know, like the little munchkins oh, yeah. shoes came to a point and there was like so a little cute. a little butterfly on the end of them or something. something it was like, like really that. decorative. Yeah, you know? yeah, well, yeah I would like to have seen it on the screen that you guys watched it on, you know, an actual yeah. theater yeah, screen. Theater. I mean, I, the screen we watched it on was may, probably about maybe 80, 90 inches or so, which is, you know, a lot yeah. bigger than I'm used to. But Same here, you know, yeah. an actual theater screen would be cool and what was nice about the is after the movie um author frank delistrito he's done a lot of classic horror um fiction and non-fiction books he did he did an hour presentation on the wizard of oz and how it's actually a horror movie which mm -hmm. was really cool you know i i was i wish there was a way to get a copy of his uh his talk i don't know if anybody out there recorded it but Man, it, it was very interesting, and he really got into the um, the author of Wizard of Oz, you know, Frank Albaum, and the original story, how it related to the, the movie, and just kept yeah. going on. And it was, man, was it fascinating. Inter yeah. Interesting, yeah. His, 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 his niece was actually Dorothy, I think. She died when she was a little girl, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. And that's where he got the character for Dorothy. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. He was a fascinating guy, El Frank Baum. He really was. You did know, you so guys, did anybody ever read the, the actual books from it? No. No. Yeah, I, I've, I've been wanting to for years. I It's on my list of, of to-do, <laughs> I guess. Right, right. You want me to tell you something? Uh, my brother actually has one of the original copies of The Wizard of Oz, the books. I was wow. Let me tell you something. The Munchkins are the ones I don't really like. I usually, if I have to find the film, I've probably watched the film over 20 times, Joe. So that's <laughs> maybe why my feeling is a little off on it. But I'm going to say one thing that you guys don't know. Here's a tidbit about the movie. Not only was the witch an iconic figure that I think half of the stuff that they do after that was copied from her, but also the trees, the haunted trees. Yeah, uh, those were Marks, cool. the original Marks company. Oh, made you're right. Marks. They made the Haunting Hollow Tree, which is about 12, 15 inches tall, and it squeaked, as, and it had the arms that moved up and down. That uh, goes today for like $1,000. And in fact, yeah. I have a video where I actually take a, a video. Uh, the, the last one that's really noisy, I don't know what happened to that video when I uploaded it. Uh -huh. But it, I go, I'm going through Schiller uh, Theater, and I'm showing the tree, which I actually owned one of those trees a while back. But it, it's a beautiful piece. It's about maybe eight inches round, and it's about 15 inches. And when it came out, it squeaked. So it does a really loud squeak that makes kids scare. So yeah. that's why they didn't. They took it off the market, so it, it's very valuable. But that came from that. And if you notice, every haunted tree since, when you see Halloween and stuff, kind yeah. of originates to the ones from The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, they're all patterned off of it. Yeah, I know what exactly. you mean. Yeah, I tell you the thing I like about the Wizard of Oz is that the movie's timeless. I mean, like you don't yes. you don't know what era it comes from. You know right. what I mean? Like there's no cars at that time era that they would show. I don't know what it would have been back in 1939, oh, but they were pretty old. You know what I mean? One one clip that they did take out was when it okay, but they felt that that was gonna that oh. would yeah that was gonna time it. You know, back to the 30s, so they cut that. That definitely came out. But I saw like an old clip of the Scarecrow and Dorothy and a Tin Man, and they, they were doing the Jitterbug. You and know? you know what, guys? And we're going to tie this all into our original topic of what we talked about, you know, sideshows and freaks, is yeah. that in The Wizard of Oz, you had uh, the uh, singer midgets, which were an actual group. 
Yeah. They were called the Singer Midgets, and they were uh, an Austrian-born uh, group, and they were a very popular vaudeville uh, act that, that traveled around. They did theaters. They did circuses. They did um, uh, county fairs, you know, all that stuff, and they did a, a heck of a ton of movies. And also, you guys will remember from the movie The Unholy Three with uh, Lon Chaney is that you had the Doll family. Now, oh, yeah, right, right. Now, the one guy in there, uh, Harry, who was in the, the movie, well, he was a, a group of him and his um, his three other siblings were the Doll family. And they were also mm-hmm. uh, singers in singers. The Wizard of Oz. Hey, hey, they, here's, they a, here's, a little fact for you. here's a little fact for you, Joe. Harry is in Freaks. He's actually one of the. Ooh. Yeah. So is he really? Brother. Yeah, he's in Freaks. Yep. There you go, Joe. Yep, nice. So it's all, all tying together. But yeah, all these. You know, families in these groups, they all did sideshows, they did circuses and all that stuff. And so, yeah, now I definitely have to see Freaks to get to see Harry in there again. (laughs) You know what? You're going to love it. But, yeah, the the Unholy Three was really cool. I think there was a a silent version, 1925, the 1930. Yes. Right. That was was so cool. Yeah, Harry was in both of them. Yeah. Yeah. What year was The Wizard of Oz? 39. 1939. Wow. Yeah, Titanic, right? Well, that was. I'm surprised oh. because the film looks a little more modern than that. You're right when you say that. Cause... I know. Now, originally, was it done in color? Or it was uh, co- well, the first half was filmed in black and white, and then they filmed the second half in color. So that's exactly the way it was, you know. And there, there was a documentary that I seen on there also that that that, oh. that snow that fell was as. I mean, so. Oh, and the poppies. Yeah, the snow that fell in the poppies that made them sleepy. That was as. No wonder why they were sleeping. They were all dying. <laughs> that was asbestos. Was, wow. yeah. yeah, I was thinking in 1939. That was Gone with the Wind. Yeah, Gone with the. Oh, there was a lot. Of, there was a lot of good movies yeah. made in 39. That's gone right. with the Wind. Uh, there was a few other ones too. I can't recall, but quite a few. Wow. I, I wonder if they ever, um, if there was any health issues or anything that came from you know the wonder, people involved in that yeah. Maybe who knows? They're not going to tell you that. I mean, it was so many years ago. You wouldn't know if there was any health issues. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I don't know when when did health issues start arising from any of that stuff. I I don't think it was anywhere. 60s 60s and 70s. Yeah, Yeah, probably the 60s and 70s. We had a gymnasium. You know what? I went to a Catholic school for three years, and our gymnasium was a rounded ceiling. And whenever we played kickball, the ball would hit the ceiling, and a ton of asbestos would fall down. Oh, my. So, so, yeah, we're probably ticking time bombs. Yeah, Yeah, really. Yeah, they could go back and sue that school. (laughs) <laughs> well, you, you guys, if you guys read any old popular science magazines, they were actually selling asbestos suits because it says this way you won't catch fire. So they were <laughs> asbestos. Yeah, you won't catch fire, but you'll die of lung cancer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it was a big thing, especially all that. the breaks in cars until just the 80s or 90s was still. Yeah. And, and they still today, I think they still have some type of asbestos in them, uh, okay. especially the shoe brakes for the back of the car. Yeah. Um. But Joe, I, I have a, a. This is a question you probably could answer. When you when you're saying about the movies and stuff from 1939 stuff, did you guys ever watch Clark Gable, who did Gone with the Wind? I saw one time a film of him, and he's traveling with this girl over to Florida from, I guess New York, whatever, and they're taking this bus, but they kept getting on this bus that looked kind of like an army truck, and it was kind of funny though because I'm thinking from the time I'm looking at the movie, I'm saying. I wonder how hot it really was to get from here to Florida. And it took them days to get down there because uh, there was really no roads that would lead there. 
And I, I thought it was very unique to see that movie. The, the film was actually pretty good, I got to admit. Oh. Uh, I never seen Gone with the Wind. Um, I do have copies of it. Oh, it's no. iconic, but it, it's kind of like when you look at 2001 Space Odyssey. That's a long movie, man. And just to watch it, you really got to have the time. It's a very long. It's a very long movie. Very long. You're gonna have to have an intermission. In <laughs> Chiller Theater, the guy who played the ape guy in there, or something like that, he's gonna be there. So Jim, my buddy, actually got two big size posters uh, for him to sign. One for me and one for him, um, where it shows the the monkey taking pictures of the other monkeys. I think something reborn or whatever the part of the movie said. You know what I'm talking about, Joe or Chuck? I think I know what you're wow. saying. Yeah. You didn't watch 2001 Space Odyssey, Joe? Oh it's, it's, been a, it's been a while since I've yeah. seen that. God, probably 20 years or so. I, it's wow. not a movie that I ever care to revisit. Really? Yeah, I, I did not. I so. did not like it. I struggled to make it through it. Yeah, I like the I like the music. Yeah, they had good theme songs. Yeah, the music was cool. <laughs> did, did any of you guys watch the movie Moon? Just Moon, like the Moon. No. It came out of a couple of years ago, like that maybe does. five, six, seven years ago. No, yeah. that, that never doesn't heard of it. Bell, okay, it, it, it's it was very. Po- I don't know how come popular, but it's it's a guy dancing the Moon, and the entire three hours of this film was him sitting inside a shuttle or whatever it was oh my. in the moon. And I said, that is the longest, most boring movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Uh, they started doing that movie, right? It came right after, you know, that movie that the guy did it from a phone booth and it was very popular back a couple of years ago, like 10 yeah. years ago. Oh yeah, I remember that that one. Oh, that was a pretty good movie. Yeah, yeah, we liked that. He was in the phone booth. What was that called? I forget. I don't oh, remember what it's called. Gosh. They were doing, they, yeah, they were doing those movies based on one episode like that. But I mean, the Moon Cat thing, that was the most boring, very good, you know, uh, graphics and stuff. But uh, to yeah. be honest with you, that was the stupidest film I think I've ever sat down to watch. Hey, there's a lot of bad ones out there. We, yeah, there we went to see Nope. I, mean, oh, I guess about a week and a half ago because it was a you know, sci-fi movie from Jordan Peele. And would I recommend it? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Oh, is that you know what? Because Sorry. it was supposed to deal with some aliens and stuff. Like, oh, it was. It just didn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. You know I what doesn't? Good. No, I was gonna say what doesn't make sense is especially right now is when you watch a movie like that and you look back and say, I just gave one hour of my life. Yeah. Junk, and then you'll watch a, a really dumb 1940 black and white film that was done with under fifty bucks. Yeah. And you're like, that's a good film, man. Yeah. I know. Isn't that true? I tell you what, I I haven't liked anything that that Jordan Peele's done since he was in that that comedy duel with um right. with Ian Peele. Yeah, I, I didn't like. I watched I think one of the Twilight Zone episodes. I made it halfway through, and I said, this, "Yeah, it's an abomination." I tell you what, I've I've given Jordan Peele a fair chance. I mean, I watched a few of his movies, what and was I that Get Out. Uh, yeah, Get Out, and that I, wasn't bad. Us, us yeah, and and I did bad. watch the Twilight Zone episodes. I tell uh, you what, you know, that's a tough act to follow. I mean, if you're gonna try and step into Rod Serling's shoes, you better <laughs> you better you better do a good job. You yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah, uh, I I just I, I couldn't do it. I'm such a fan of the classic. I just yeah, I, I didn't care for his, his style of it. And Get Out about halfway through the movie, I was ready to get out because I <laughs> knew, I knew hey. the plot of it and I stuck around basically just to see if i was right about what the yeah. plot was and 
I was right about it. I said, boy, did I just waste two hours of yeah, my life. Yeah, you know what? It just doesn't yeah. seem like that he that he has an imagination too much. I don't know why people rave about it. Doesn't him. Get, yeah, the Nope movie just doesn't it it doesn't um it doesn't, doesn't flow. It doesn't There's, tie together. It doesn't tie together. Oh. There it doesn't make any sense. Oh my God. That Congo I, that what's his name? The monkey in the beginning. Yeah, that you know what? That that started out pretty good in the beginning. Yeah. You know, but we then thought it was gonna be good, but it was all downhill after yeah. that. You know, you know, guys, I'm gonna tell you something when you're talking about that. That that's just like the Leslie Nielsen film I watched one night when I started watching his film because I love taking it, I love the way he is as an actor. And I saw this movie, I forgot the name of it, and the movie was over, and I'm like, what the hell was that movie about? <laughs> like, uh, like, you know, I, I'm watching, I'm like, I didn't make sense. Yeah, you and, just, and one thing I'm going to tell, and, and and I know Joe loves the classics. Yeah. But when, you know, there, there are films out there, and, and I know this is fantastic. I love Hold That Ghost. I think it's one of the best films ever made from Avon and Costello. Oh, I love that. But the thing that they in, introduced back in the days was the singing and, and when the Andrew sisters take about 10 15 minutes singing Aurora in the beginning <laughs> you know you kind of want to fast forward that a little bit you know you watch <laughs> the film 50 times you know and I just every time those films in the 60s they would always come out singing and that really after a while kind of yeah I know what you mean I didn't I like that the only but, one I really liked that one of the musicals, musical, yeah, I can't talk musicals <laughs> that I really liked was, of course, West Side Story. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, Chuck, you're not too much of a fan. No, I don't care for it. But, but you like Grease. Yeah, I did like Grease. Yeah. I did like Hair. You yeah, know. Grease is not. But I'm going to tell you guys one thing. I watched the film two nights ago. For those that like the Twilight Zone, and it's not the Twilight Zone. In fact, I don't even know who made the film, but it's called The Missing Airplane. It looks like it was done in the 1950s or oh, 40s. After, I don't know. Huh. It's a phenomenal film. I watched yeah. it. It was really cool. It, it was like an hour, 10 minutes long. It's yeah. called Airplane. And it's it basically is based, they get on this airplane and there's a scientist. I'm not going to tell you how the movie ends or anything, but there's a scientist and the scientist has records that he's about to create a nuclear bomb. So this, I guess, is before the nuclear bomb Manhattan. So I think it's the 40s when they made it. Then there's another scientist that he knows about propulsion, like to make rocket propulsion. And then there's another woman that's the secretary to the scientist that has the nuclear bomb stuff. So when they take off in the plane, they're all in each of their seats. The movie's kind of cool, man. And it has a Twilight Zone type of idea behind it. Oh, we'll check this out. I liked it, man. What was it called again, Eddie? The Missing Airplane. Oh, the missing uh, Joe, click away and tell us more information about it, Joe. I'm I've never heard it. of it. I'm going to look it up right now. The, yeah. What year did it come out? I, I just put the missing airplane. It's probably in the 40s. Uh, I, I said it's before the atomic bomb and stuff because um, they were talking about inventing it. So I can't find it under that title. <clears throat> Can you find it, Joe? Uh, no. No. Boy, this, no. This might be it here. It's called The Flight That Disappeared. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. You never know with Eddie. You you always got to kind of play with each other. Boy, you, know, you, were, off, you were off on that one, Eddie. I'm sorry, Eddie. I get yeah, it. I tell my brother to watch it. Watch 1961. Oh, 19 what? 1961, The Flight That Disappeared. Black and white? Yep. Yeah, black and white science film produced by Robert Kent. 
And uh, let's see who distributed by United Artists. Now, why in the world they they say that's kind of interesting because they threw the atomic bomb in 1945. So the premises of the movie is that the guys inventing things that could bring an atomic oh, bomb. We're gonna, oh, we're gonna have to watch it. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, looks good, uh, Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, I'm, they, gonna, they, I'm they, gonna take a note of this. I've never, I've never even yeah. heard of this one. Kudos to you, Joe. How you got the flight that disappeared yeah, from, from the, the missing airplane? From the missing airplane. Well, well, yeah, yeah. I, I'm so used to, to, to dealing with Eddie and you know all <laughs> the different names and all that that I just kind of you know it's kind of like a, a trick I picked up. Wow, <laughs> I'm a, I'm impressed. That's the detective <laughs> in you, huh? Yeah. yeah. Goodness. I, but yeah, this looks like a this looks like an int- interesting movie. Yeah, I, we'll, yeah, we'll definitely check this out. Where did it's, you find this at, Eddie? Is it is uh, it streaming anywhere? I watched it on I believe it was YouTube. Um, oh. Yeah, I think it was YouTube or or Pluto TV. But I was going to tell you one thing about the movie as a whole. I mean, I watched yeah. it and it was phenomenal because um, I watched it. You know, like in other words, it's very well made. It doesn't have like a lot, but it's just that it reminds you of the Twilight Zone. So it was an okay. easy, interesting watch. You know, well, you know what? I tell you what, Eddie, we're gonna make that our movie of the week because yeah. this is what I'm gonna okay gonna watch. So the flight that disappeared, 1961, and I'll even post it on uh, nice. the, the classics forums, and that will be our movie. It is. I just checked it. It is on YouTube. Okay. Uh, there's two. Um, looks like nice. it's an hour and twelve minutes, but there's two copies on there, and they both look like they are. Are pretty good, so okay, cool. We'll, we'll watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna it check really- out. I'm gonna check out both of them. See which one has the the better uh, print quality, and, and go with that one. But yeah, I'm gonna check it out. So that'll be our movie of the week. Uh, Flight that disappeared, 1961. That looks really interesting. All right, is that in the public domain? You know, United Arts. I I don't know. That would be uh, interesting. Let's see if we could find it on. Um, that because that movie is what the the one I did watch it on YouTube I remember and it was very clear. Like I'm surprised if it is in the public domain, you know. Huh. Well, you yeah. figured at 1962, that's what 61 yeah. 61 years old. Well, nice. yeah, but you know what? I was reading the story about Superman, and probably Joe knows a lot better than me and the trademark and copyright for Superman, and how Schuster and the other guy they sold it and then they try to reclaim it. And the thing, the battle's been going on, which I'm amazed at how the trademark for Superman and the copyrights for the, the Superman character are actually going into the public domain in 2033. So that's when any, you know, Superman becomes public domain. But um, I, I doubt who owns it, Warner now. I doubt Warner will let that happen. They'll probably it, scoop it up. I, I, I think the Schuster family sued or something like that. And I, I forgot what happened, but I think they stopped Warner. I think after 30 years, they wrote up and they said cease and disease to like Warner. I, I don't know, Warner Brothers or the different companies, but the Superman, I mean, you can read it on Wikipedia. It's very interesting. It's a long story, but um, I think it went back and forth between the family and and in fact, the family made, there was one part that they paid the family, I think the Schuster family or the sons and daughters, because the original creators died. Uh, they paid them over $3 million and they were supposed to be getting $20,000 a year from the, I mean, to me, I, I never heard such a thing because you figured if somebody gives you a copyright and they say, here, you have full use of it. Like why in the world would the family be able to retrieve it again? It, it's yeah, good. really? Wow. Yeah. You know, going back to uh, the flight that disappeared, I was looking 
through it online and I can't find anything that says that it's public domain. I usually, I, you know, on archive.org, it'll say if it's, you know, public domain or how it could be used and there's no information. So I always err on the side of caution. If I can't find anything that says public domain, then I, you know, I, I refer it back to the original distributor, United Artists. So, right. You know, one I thing haven't also, found nothing for it. One thing also, when it says public domain, like say, for example, Freaks is in the public domain. But if say right now, House of the Unusual was to put out Freaks, our copy that if we make a little change on it, we can copyright the change. So that's how you protect something that's been done before. So you can use the original image, the original everything, but if you make changes, then that becomes copyrighted. So that a lot of people don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? Where like in the middle of the movie, Chuck does like a quick like magic show and then right. And then <laughs> yeah. Light. yeah. <laughs> But say, no, that's ours. <laughs> yeah, that's ours. We got it. Make Sherry's head disappear, and then she starts walking around. The headless, the headless <laughs> woman. I had such a headache with that arrow going. Oh, but I'm from. I got you. know something, Joe? I I'm not gonna say much, but I the what I have coming up for us, man, is gonna be phenomenal. Got a couple of great ideas, man. <sighs> Can't wait to hear. There's always good ideas, man. And and I think this would be really, it would really work fine if we could meet up together, all of us, like in the next month or two. Because this idea I got is phenomenal, Joe, and, and you would be, oh, perfect for Maybe it. we could all go on a cruise, a Halloween cruise. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> you mean just the four of us? <laughs> yeah, just the four of us. Oh. We can make it if we try. Yeah, just the two, four of us. Yeah, you, you got the love boat. Yeah, you got to have to, well, maybe uh, Monster Bash in October because I'm I'm heading down there again, so I'll be in uh, Chuck and Sherry's neck of the woods. Oh, that's out in Vandergrift. We'll have to look into that, right? Uh, no, no. Um, this one is back in uh, what is it, Cranberry or oh, Mars Cranberry. area? Oh. oh, what's the dates on that, Joe? We'll have to check, it, check out. it out. So it's at the Pittsburgh, uh, the Marriott Pittsburgh North, and it's October 14th through the 16th. Oh, okay. And this one oh. is called Jeepers, the Creepers at Monster Bash. So it's Ooh, all open. Yeah, kind that, of like wow. a horror comedy. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Maybe we should try to all meet up. Uh, That'd there. be great. Pick a day. Uh, um, you want to do the fifteenth? That's a Saturday. Yeah, maybe the fifteenth. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we're open. Or even the fourteenth, because I might. Get, I don't oh, know. We're busy on the fourteenth. I'll book the fourteenth. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, 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 we'll all have to try to meet up down there, and, you know, maybe grab some some lunch and watch a movie or something. That Sounds would like that would man. be that would be cool, man. You, you know, get, the, get Eddie out of Jersey to come down to uh to good old Pittsburgh. Come on, Eddie. Come no, on I, I have a feeling. I, I was thinking about that. What I was going to say that if you guys watch, I, I think Cherry and, and Chuck did. I don't know if you did, Joe. But I I uploaded a video, which is from about a year and a half ago, give or take, and I was just taking a cruise through Chiller, and the background noise sounds fine in the video I have, but when I uploaded it to YouTube, I had to take it off, and I might have to even take it off again because it makes a lot of noise in the background. You can't hear. I interviewed Kevin Clemens at the end, oh. and we're we're talking about it. And um, yeah, but you could see a. I mean, it it does show, and it also shows a clip of Basil Gogos a month before he passed away. And if you guys, you know, you're aware who Basil Gogol's is, uh, Joe, but I don't know if Chuck and Sherry know. He's the guy that did all the famous monster covers. Oh, okay. He's like very an iconic uh, artist. 
Uh, he's done a lot of famous monsters and his, you know, his prints go for a lot of money. And right there, Joe, if you see that clip, I had eight original famous monsters for him to sign for me. And the guy had dementia. He had everything. Oh, and he just ruined all eight magazine covers. And I was like, did I just let that happen? But, oh, no. <laughs> but here's the big but. Since it is, and I big have book. it on film, him signing, it was the last time he signed because he died about uh, four weeks later. Oh, uh, God bless his soul. So uh, you can see that, Joe. And if you can see in the clip, you'll see that in his face, I kind of filmed it for a second. He's like in another world, you know. But yeah. uh, are you, you're familiar with Basil Gogol's, correct, Joe? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he did some fantastic work. And I tell you what, you could really, you know, if you start looking at the artist, you could really, he was one of those artists that you could pick out his artwork. You could say, yes, that's a, a Basil Gogol. Yeah. The same way you could do with like a, a Frank Frazetta. You know, uh -huh. They have that very distinct uh, style. Yeah, Frank Frasetta is fantastic, man. Oh, my gosh, that guy's a fantastic artist. But I was going to tell you, I have some original Basil Gogos that he signed for me. Not some. I got two of them. And this was 20-some <clears throat> years ago. Uh, what I wanted to tell you, you should watch that because I think I'm going to pull off because of the background noise. That clip on YouTube, I really think, honestly, that you would like that in particular because it shows a couple of things in there that you would, I mean, just, it's only like eight minutes, I think five or eight minutes long, whatever, but just check it out. I think you'll, you'll enjoy that part, Joe. Cool. Yeah. I definitely have to check it out. And the guys I just put on, um, on the website under the cryptic classics, the flight that disappeared, okay. uh, just a little tagline, just to, to remind people in case they, they forget about it after reading this or whatever. So it is on there. Um, so definitely check it out. And guys, while we were playing around here, I also noticed, man, and this is great information, and let me pull it back up, um, is Stupid Comics Magazine is going to be coming out with number eight very soon. Yeah. Uh, like he announced it on the 2nd of August, so I don't know how I missed that. But, yeah, number issue number eight is going to be coming out, so I can't wait for that. I'm wondering if he's going to do like a Halloween-type issue with it. So, Ski, if you're out there listening, man, we want a Halloween spooky, scary yeah. uh, on there. Yep, we do. So, yeah, that was really cool. I just wanted to share that real quick. And if anybody out there hasn't heard of it, it's uh, stupidcomicsmagazine.com. It's stupid spelled S-T-O-O-P-I-D. And they're, they're a great friend of the House of the Unusual. Uh, they support us a lot, so we try to support them as much as possible as well. So they, they got all their back issues on there, zero through number seven out. Definitely uh, check them out and support them. They're a small um, independent company that puts out some uh, great comics magazines. Absolutely. Yeah. And to Joe's uh, part of the story there, I came across one of my buddies. And if you actually look at that um, clip there that you see in Chill the Theater, the one I just did, he's the one with glasses and a bit of a beard. Um, just to let you know, he's got a copy of the original amazing fantasies with buck rogers that you're looking for oh really yeah i'm trying to see what type of deal i can work with him on that like a trade or something like that he's pretty good with me i mean he comes across really weird stuff except my robot plans you know he can't come across <laughs> take a drink but he, he didn't know the one guy that has it that's been a, a, mo a monster with me he never gives it to me but um 
I've been on like a Buck Rogers kick ever since we mentioned that a couple weeks ago. Uh, oh my goodness! I, I've been listening to the the radio shows, you know, the old time radio shows from the '30s, and I've been oh. looking on eBay for a lot of the items. And I tell you what, man, his the, you look at like the the Buck Rogers, the original blaster gun. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man, that's you're cool. you're gonna pay you know an arm and a leg for them. Oh yeah, yeah that's cool. You know, I got one, Joe. I got one. I, I bought it really. years ago. I bought it like twenty years ago. I only got it for one hundred and fifty nine dollars. That's but a steal, it, then. You you know what that gun? The reason I got that gun is because when I used to watch Courageous Cat and Minute Mouse, the guns they use reminded me of the Buck Rogers gun, and they probably took it from the show. Uh, it's got the two cylinders in the tip of it. Yeah. yeah, that gun is really cool. There's two different versions of it. I have the I got the Buck Rogers, the one that you know the that pops. And then I got the other one that looks like kind of like the disintegrating pistol from uh, Bugs Bunny, where uh, Doug Dodgers in the 24th century takes oh, a I love that. disintegrating pistol. It kind of looks like that. I bought that second one, all rusty and stuff, like 50 bucks. But I have both of them. Now, <clears throat> there was a gun that Buck Rogers put out that actually you put a piece of paper in it. So when you it popped, it would break the paper and make a loud popping sound. And, oh, yeah, I remember those. They used to have the little round yeah, I remember that. gunpowder. Yeah, well, no, 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 no. The one I'm talking about, is you would stick, instead of like a cap, you would stick, a, uh, you cut paper in, in long strips, and you stick the paper through the top, and when you Yeah, yeah, trip, I remember those. It used to pop, and it was loud like a cap, but it was a paper instead. And Yeah, and, it was like a strip of paper, wasn't it? Like, right. It was like red paper. Right. I, 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 no, actually, I think you can use any paper on it. Yeah, I know the one with the red paper. I know what you're talking about. Today. I don't know if they make those anymore with the... Uh... No, they don't. I mean, that thing is from the 50s, man. I bought them. I got into this, you know, just like you've been... No, I'm talking about the uh, the, the strips because I remember they used to do those strips in, um, in back in the 80s. And then you had the uh, the ones that you could put in a cap gun. They were like little, look like little revolver type things. They had six little holes that they would make the sound too, but I don't think they sell any of that stuff anymore. I, I've never, I haven't seen them at stores forever. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think what you said, but you know what? I want thing I wanted to tell you, just like you've been having a book Rogers, I've been having dreams and watching, and I don't know why of the original George Reeves Superman for the last week or so, I've been even trying to get a, a costume like the original George. Uh. You know, like I was like, you can wear it to work while you're sitting there. And yeah, super, super. Ready. I am no, no. Come on. No, I wanted to put in a mannequin because I was reading about it in the original costume. So for almost a million bucks. And, um, you know, I, I just like, I had this, just like the book, Rogers thing. I had this George Reeves thing. <laughs> where I wanted to watch all the Superman. I don't know, some stupid thing. He was cool. George Reeves was yeah, cool. Yeah, he was, man. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that. I haven't seen the, the George Reeves ones for years, man. It's yeah. it's great, Joe. you got to revisit them. Joe, they're made for adults, man. I, I just I can't get over that he could take bullets to the chest, but when the bad guys throw the gun at him, he, he finds the need to <laughs> die. I just can't get over it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, come on, man. You just took six to the chest, and you're going to duck for the gun at your head? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. You're right. I think uh, <laughs> I read about that. I think that when that happened in, in one or two episodes, I think it was just a, a normal gesture. It wasn't meant to happen. But he did it like kind of because. <laughs> Eddie, I have to. Since you've watched those, have you ever watched the um, the nineteen forty eight uh, Superman serial? With oh Kirk my Allen? God, Joe, that is you know it's a good serial. But I gotta tell you, 
when you see Superman flying and you can see the little stick holding him <laughs> up in the air. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> But I tell you what, they're they're worth seeing if you're if you're a fan of Superman and the whole you know mythos of Superman. You you got to see you know it was it was so there was Superman 1948, which was a 15 part Columbia Pictures serial, and then it had a sequel, Adam Man versus Superman, which uh, uh, came out in in 1950, and it was also Kirk Allen as, as well. So. Kirk Allen was not a good Superman. George Reeves. Really? Oh, man, I, I love Kirk Allen as. Do Superman. you really, Joe? Yes. Do you? You don't care. I, I love Kirk Allen as Superman. I, oh, I, think no, I, he, I think he was great. I grew up watching Superman when I came from Cuba. That's the thing they played every day on TV. And to oh. me, George Reeves could only be the only Superman. Yeah. I yeah. You know oh, what? I think I think on one of the I Love Lucy's, George Reeves did a yeah, like, guest appearance on there. That was kind of cool. Oh, really? Yeah, it was yeah. neat. Yeah, yeah, he does because he was good friends with uh, Ricky Ricardo. They were best friends. And stuff. Yeah, he made an appearance in in a, in a, the I, I Love Lucy episode where the kid has his birthday. I so remember. he appears and Lucy's out on the on the balcony. She's trying to dress up as Superman, <laughs> which he does, and he goes to get her, and then he goes to uh, Ricky Ricardo. Oh, You've been married cool. to her for 15 years, and they call me Superman. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> that, that was cool. I love, I love Fred and Fred and Ethel Mirth. Mirth, they were hilarious. Oh, yeah, man. they were, man. That they, they really were. I think Fred was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Joe, if you haven't, I recommend that you do check out one of those uh, of the night. In fact, there's a couple because you will be surprised when you watch Superman, and I was surprised myself. It appeals to the adults. <clears throat> you go, why is this a kid's show? But if you watch it today, like anytime you watch any of the episodes, you'll actually like it. I think you will watch the whole three seasons or six seasons or whatever. Yeah, it was six seasons. <laughs> I've seen, oh man, I, I, I've seen maybe five or six episodes, if that, of the show. And it, you know, maybe because I watched them when I was younger, I didn't get into them. Yeah, I think I watched them maybe in the 90s or so. I, I didn't really get into them, but yeah, I should maybe revisit them from from episode number one and give it a good shot. Yeah, there was. I'm just looking at it on um online right now, so it ran for six seasons and there was 104 episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what you just Crazy. said? I, I, you know what? I didn't realize there was that many. I thought it ran for only like three seasons. No, you know what you just said, Joe? You just did the same thing to the people that love Superman. As Sherry did to the goon from the Black Lagoon. Oh, no. <laughs> the goon from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> I'm never gonna live this town. Or, or, or he's the ma- he's the mafia goon that comes out from the swamps. <laughs> the yeah, or, or Dr. collect on the money you owe for your sporting bet. That's, a, that's or, an or, Italian or, goon. Or, or the goon from the Black Lagoon. Remember Dr. Boyajin? That was a bad film. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, hey, guys, we got to wrap it up here. We are under two minutes. So, guys, I want to thank everybody for joining us once again. Everybody out there in podcast land, check us out on your favorite podcast platform. We put out uh, shows weekly on here. So subscribe to us. uh, Like our videos. Give us a good review. Uh, We would really appreciate it. Hope you're liking everything. You can also find us on houseoftheunusual.com. That's our flagship site. Uh, Sign up. We have a free forum on some like-minded people talk about collecting pop culture, all that good stuff. And we even have a section on there where you could let us know what you want to hear on the uh, the show, and we'll try to uh, to discuss it. So definitely check that out. Also on YouTube, search in House of the Unusual. 
we have a great channel on there. Uh, Chuck and Eddie are always putting out some awesome videos, um, usually weekly. So subscribe to that. You know, like our videos, all that good stuff. Also, head over to mymoviemonsters.com and check out uh, Scary Monsters magazine. Usually every issue of Scary Monsters proper, I have an article in it, and I've been doing some stuff about some old-time radio. So issue number 127, the Island Ghouls issue, is now out. It's shipping. It's in stores. It's available. Uh, Number 128, uh, all about horror hosts. It's on pre-order. It will be coming out uh, probably before Halloween. And they also have the copyright for Castle of Frankenstein, so number 36, is going to be coming out this fall. So it's um, the people at Scary Monsters. They have the copyright. It's all there. So be on the lookout for that. And guys, Chuck, Sherry, Eddie, thank you for stopping by. This has been a great conversation. All right. Talk to everybody next week. Good night. Okay, good night. God bless, man. Take care. God bless. Have a great week.